Welcome everybody to the first ever episode of D&D 404. I am your DM, Tony, and today we have three lovely heroes. Our first one up is Dan. Dan, say hi. Hey, how's it going? And we got Jared. Hey, what's up? And then we got Alec. Hello, everybody. Hey, how's it going? All right, so we are now going to begin our first ever campaign on our first episode ever. Welcome to the world of Humbrea. This is the world where the story takes place, but this world isn't so happy-go-lucky fairy tale land. Humbrea is a place that has been stricken with grief, death, decay, and sorrow. Almost 200 years ago, before our heroes here begin their quest today, Humbrea has suffered a terrible event that left its permanent mark on the world. This tragedy is widely known as the Red Catastrophe. Legends say that 200 years ago, an evil god of unknown origin that went by the name of Christo had appeared, wielding never-before-seen, unparalleled blood magic. With this magic, he would open rifts of oozing blood and out came powerful and horrifying demons. Within one year's time, a Christo and his army of blood demons would attack villages, cities, and towns across Humbrea. Starting in the heartlands, passing through the Kambuki Isles and landing in South Trillis, slaughtering the masses and taking innocents back into the blood portals. They say Christo was looking for a child of God. One day in South Trillis, a soldier from the Kingdom of Aramor named Horatio approached the Christo and struck a deal with him. Horatio claimed that he was indeed a child of God. Horatio would willingly offer his life to him in exchange a Christo would need to leave the world of Humbrea for good. A Christo had accepted his offer and him and his army of demons haven't been seen since, leaving the world of Humbrea in bloody ruin. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the world of Humbrea, featuring three first-time adventurers and one very patient DM. This is D&D 404. Fast forward 200 years, we're going to go ahead and meet our heroes and introduce them, starting off with Dan. That's me. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm, I'm Dan. The story starts in the morning of South Trillis at the break of dawn. Sounds of the morning drums echo against the South Trillis mighty mountain range, awakening birds, wildlife, and fellow sleeping tribesmen. The beating of the drum gradually picks up with momentum. The biggest and strongest minotaur hunters are already at the gate to leave for the day's hunt. Soon after, sounds of a working village and beneath the caves begin to get louder as farmers start tending to their crops. Guardsmen begin switching posts and minotaur families begin to cook breakfast. Following a delightfully fruity scent leads us down a finely paved road, increasing on the top of a hill to a resting chieftain's house through the window and into the kitchen following this delicious cooking scent there is a friendly looking mother tour cooking a nice hearty vegetable and all fruit based meal what looks like a five course meal you got yams hot potatoes steamed carrots glazed with honey oatmeal chocolate chip cookies and a jar of freshly churned peanut butter homemade granola crisps and a plate of cinnamon buns right in the middle frosted with the best vanilla icing you have ever seen with that aroma coming off the cinnamon buns comes a short wide yet stoic mini tar dan can you please describe your character for me please <laughs> i am minis pebble walker i am a stoutly four foot tall D don't ask anyone else i'm i'm assuredly four foot tall 
not <laughs> 310, as, as my father and mother might tell you. I am a black furred minotaur with a red mohawk and red eyes. And um, as most people will be able to see, clearly I am quite mini in tar stature. <laughs> All right, so Minus, there you are. Minus is a, a mini tar. Pretty much we just took a minotaur, we just shrunk him down and gave him halfling stats just for, you know, player knowledge. All right, so Minus is now at the breakfast table, right? He sees this huge, all this food, this huge five-course meal. He's ready to eat because today's the big day. You go on your journey, Minus. This is it. You're finally setting out to make your father proud and to make a rightful claim in your tribe. So now in the, now you're in this beautiful home. Uh, you know, the chairs are like made of strong, uh, strong red oak wood to hold their massive minotaur weight. Well, in your case, you're small, so you don't have a lot of weights yet. But, you know, minotaurs are pretty hefty in size. Your mother comes over. You're like, good morning, sweetie. She pinches your cheeks. Are you excited for today? Today's the day you get to leave. Oh, my God. My little boy's growing up. Oh, my God. There's my little, there's my little menace. Menace, how are you feeling? Mother. Don't treat me like a tiny baby minotaur. Oh, sweetie, you're always gonna be my little, my little minotaur. I'm going out on a big minotaur adventure, and there's nothing you can do about it. Then maybe you don't want this bag of treats I prepared for your journey today. She holds up like a nice big bag of, uh, big bag of like packaged cinnabons and assorted fruits and things like that. She goes, I guess I'm just gonna have to throw this away if you don't want I'm it. Going, I'm going to be quite hungry on my quest, mother. Oh, okay, honey. Okay, sweetie. So I'll just set I, these I down use, right you, here. You can stick them in my backpack. That would that would be great. I'll put them in your backpack for sure. I'll give you on your mighty cart, right? You got your mighty cart ready outside with all your gear? It, it's quite mighty. Yes, mother. It's, it's the mightiest of carts, in, indeed. I'm just, you know, your father and I are just so proud of you, Minus. You know that? We're just so proud of you. You're going on your own journey. You're making your own way in life. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. It does, it does mean a lot. At that moment, you start hearing hefty footsteps coming down the hall, walking into the kitchen, which sounds like giant hooves echoing in your house, and you know, like the glass starts uh, to shake and things like that. Oh, there's coming. <laughs> Into the kitchen, a giant minotaur. He's much larger than the average minotaur. Maybe it has like a two extra feet on every minotaur in town. He is indeed the chieftain, very bull-like. He sits down, he drags a chair from the table and just screeches across the floor because he's very tired and just not ready to deal with your bullshit. He sits down the chair, puts himself in. He has a very like tight face on, but his eyes are closed. He's not fully woken up yet he reaches over his massive hand reaches over grabs a cinnamon bun holds it in front of him for just a second takes a whiff <sighs> takes a bite has a nice sigh of relief <sighs> opens one eye just to see his his mini son sitting in front of him with a with an eager smile <sighs> good morning menace <laughs> Good morning, father. I assume you remembered today's journey. <laughs> I was about to ask you the same thing, father. <laughs> oh, I've, I can't wait for you to go out and make your own way far, far from the ivory boulder clan. I do have rightful heir to the throne, so. Of course, Minish, that's the whole point of this. You need to go out and make your own way in life. Well, I'm going to make my way all right, Spread dad. Spread word of Minish Pebbawaka. Remember what we talked about, son? Remember, you have to go take care of that Hydra I just telling you about. It's a very big you deal. Think you think I'd forget that the Hydra. crystal Four-headed Hydra, no tail. Of course. Beyond the Kambuki Isles, I'm. I'll. I'll slay it. I, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna slay Minus, it real hard. Minus, I am so. I, 
You're going to make me so proud when you finally kill that four-headed crystal hydra. I, I plop down from my chair with a ooh, because it's so tall. Wait, were you in a high chair? Do you get a high chair for your seat? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is in a high chair. <laughs> so I, I wiggle out of my high chair and I plop onto the ground. Ooh, and I scamper over and I, I put my hands, put my hands up on the table and lift myself up on my tippy toes. Hey, don't hurt yourself, son. Don't hurt yourself. Hey, guess what, dad? He looks over, looks down. What's that? I'm going to make you look so foolish. <laughs> I'm going to make you look so foolish. I'm going to kill the I'm going to kill the fudge out of this crystal four-headed Minus, minus. Minus, he's like, he's up to your shit again. Minus, minus. Ah, what? Yes, yes. It's, go sit in your high chair. I need to talk to you. I need to go sit in your chair. I scamper back and I reach my hands up on the high chair and I pull as hard as I can to get up there. Wriggling. Minus. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. Boy. I'm not quite in. Wait. Give me a sec. Okay. Go. Go. He's just a chair. is like screeching on the ground. Almost tips over. Just like some fruit falls on the floor. Oh, sweetie. You got to be careful. She picks up the apple that you just dropped. Puts it in front of you. Pats you on. I, I could have gotten it, mom. I could have gotten it. I, I know you couldn't, Minus. I know you could. It's just, you just look so, you look so enthusiastic. I don't no, want to no, I, I appreciate it. it. I, I don't, don't think I don't appreciate it, Minus, mom. I understand. I'm, I talk understand. I'm talking to father. Minus. Minus. Listen to me. Listen to me. I prepared you. A letter okay it's a description it's not really a letter it's more of a description of this of this hydra you need to kill but i more importantly son i need you to be careful when you set out today i'm very proud that you're finally leaving the ivory boulders to on your quest of course on your quest but you need to be careful out there the world is a very dangerous place mm. but i believe in you son i i, I believe in you do you get me you need to be careful out there Things are very large out there. It's things are average height out there. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you, son? I, I understand. It's it, it feels like you're complimenting me, but I I still I still feel hurt. No, listen, no, no, no judgment here, son. Listen, I'm your father. I believe in you. That's why I send you on this this quest. You think I would send anybody? You think I would send Miranor on this quest? This quest is to <laughs> Miranor. <laughs> like he could handle this. I was going to take him down before you stopped me, father. <laughs> so at this moment, you have a flashback. It was during a screaming match with your childhood bully, a much larger, stronger looking Minotaur who has about three feet on everyone in your clan. And you hear Miranor say to you, the day you make chieftain is the day I bench less than 315. Why would he give you chieftain? He should promise it to me, his son. I'm bigger, I'm larger, I'm bulkier. I am clearly the breadwinner of the clan. I bring home the hay bales, okay, bro? I go out and I bring back the strongest hay bales, the biggest hay bales that anyone in this clan has ever seen. You know what? How about this? Fight me for it, huh? Oh, you want to fight, Challenge bro? Challenge me, and if you bro, win, you want to fight me I'll give it up. At this moment, Miranor is like reaching his hand over, over to you, and he's like holding your forehead in place as you're trying to run towards him. And yeah, I'm like punching at him, like punching for him with my oh, my fist. Yo, this got me, bro. Keep swinging. Keep swinging. Doing great. Dude, all I'm that just getting started. Ah, ah, I'll have you. Oh, you're so strong, bro. I'm trying to kick him now. <laughs> so as you're swinging towards Miranor, Miranor is just kind of embarrassing you, keeping you at bay. Your father, Titus, steps in. He separates the two of you with ease, and he kind of just pushes you out of the way. You almost fall to the floor, and you see that he's having like a little more struggle with Miranor, but he happens to push him away, and he goes, listen here, you two. What is all this fighting about? Don't separate us, Dad. This this is a man's battle. 
I heard what you said. You promised him chieftain. <laughs> you see Titus is sweating a little bit. I did no such thing, Midas. I, I heard you, okay? I heard you at your meeting. I was about to come in because mom told me to bring over the cookies. Oh, that woman's going to be the death of me. Listen. You know you're not supposed to be at the meeting, son, regardless of what your amazing mother says. You told me to bring the cookies at any time! I, not during the super important town clan meeting, son. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have his head, okay? When I beat you, Miranor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I beat you, I'm gonna take Chieftain, okay? You have more luck defeating the Crystal Hydra than becoming a Chieftain. And then Titus goes, Wait, that's it. Minus, I have a question for you. If you can slay, the four-headed crystal hydra of the Kambuki Isles. You will have proven yourself worthy. Uh, but Titus? That's just a miserable quest for most. Yes, but Minus, I believe my son is worthy of this quest. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I, I am worthy. You hear that, Miranor? I'm worthy of this quest. Not you. I'll go on this quest, father. And when I come back, you'll crown me chieftain, right? Uh, yes, yes. Of course I will. Uh, but it's a very long and treacherous quest. I accept. I accept this quest. You'll be gone for months, perhaps years. Oh, okay. He's getting his stuff ready. He's like packing up his things already. All right, where do I go? Which way, dad? Uh, uh, first thing in the morning, son. Oh, yes, I should... I need to be well rested. That's uh, a good idea, Dad. Yes, I will provide all the details in a well-written letter for you. And like in a that's so Raven moment, you're back in the conversation. No, no, I would never do that. I would never give Miranor the, the the giant, strong, potential warrior of the clan. Why would you think that, son? I mean, it it, it could have been the the fact that you openly said you would um, at the last I, clan I meeting. I never, I never said that. That that that's kind of why I. I confronted him and challenged now, him. Son, I told for, you when these when these town when these town meetings happen, as chief, and I need to keep everybody calm. But that's why I'm sending you on this quest. You know that the, the I, plan I, I, initiation no, I, I doesn't that. happen I'm for just, years. This doesn't happen for a long time. As long as I'm around, nobody's taking that's, my spot. That's I the reason why I, I I would think that because you, you, oh, Sean, you Sean. said it. Um, in, in front of everybody. So he gets up and he walks over to you and he's just like, his head is almost hitting the ceiling. He puts his hand on your head. He's like, son, listen to me. After breakfast today, you're finally, you're going to be leaving on your journey today. But I want you to be careful. He turns around, goes to the counter, he hands you a box. I know you like to play with that sling. You know, the, the sling can be helpful, but I feel like you might need, you know, something with a little more edge to it. He gives you two hand axes. So he made like custom hand axes for you to use, which is the hand axes you have in your inventory. And in that, he also, there's like a letter. It's pretty much describing the Hydra. It's poorly written out. So every time you look at it, you feel like there's new details that he didn't mention before on them. He's like, you take this and you make sure you find this exact Hydra beyond the Kambuki Isles. Um, Dad, I'm, I'm looking at this sheet here. I, 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 don't, I don't remember you saying that it, it, listen, it had listen, four spikes on each head. Um, and those four spikes new? are very important, Minus. The four that, spikes uh, are very um, important. But I don't Minus. remember seeing that la last time. Minus, Minus. The, um, the calm down, son. Less son. detailed. John! He claps his hand and like things uh. like, like glasses move. And the mother's like, oh, Titus, relax, honey. Relax, relax. Minus, finish your breakfast and gather your things. And uh, he gives you a hug. I like, as he hugs me, I just, I just sit there scowling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the first time he's given you a hug in a long time. He's like, just... Send an owl. Send, send an owl every now and then. 
I need to go to this morning's town meeting, but uh, I'm with you, son. I'm, I'm, I truly am. And you're, 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 you're not giving, uh, you're not giving Miranor the, the, the crown. No, the, the, that's the not seat, for a right? long that's, time. Uh, I, I just wanna, I just wanna be clear. It's not for a long time. Claps his hands and things start moving again. It's like he's doing like a minor thunderclap to shut you up. <laughs> your mother walks over. Uh, Mira walks back over. And she goes, you know your father cares about you. He just has so much on his mind, sweetie. Uh, he has so much on his mind. But I packed your I packed your bag this morning. Everything's there. You got these beautiful, this beautiful handcrafted axes that he made you. Look at that. Has the ivory bolded clan uh, sigil on them, honey. They're so sweet. Come on. Thanks, mama. Honey, send an owl once in a while, okay? Can you do that for me? Can you do that for your mother? Kisses you on the cheek. Can you do that well, for your mother? Uh, yes, of oh, course. Oh, look at those horns. Look at those slick back horns. Oh my god, that's my little, that's my little guy. Okay, I won't get to stop. You're a man now. You're a man. You're a man. That's right. So from here, you gather your things. You eat a nice hearty breakfast. You take the extra cinnabons. You can add that to your inventory if you want. Um, uh, when you go to eat them, I'll tell you how much they heal you for if they have any benefits to them. Great. So just kind of keep that on hand for now. I lift my hands up as I stare angrily at my father for my mother to lift me off the high chair. <laughs> oh, sweetie. Yeah, sometimes she just got to she done does the buckle for you and everything. She takes you up and is like, this is my big boy. You're so handsome. Thank you. As she's put me down, I, I'm just like, I'm going to show you, father. Minish, I am just I'm just so proud of you. Thanks, mother. I'm, I'm going to show you, dad. So fast forwarding a little bit. Uh, you gather your things, um, you got your little hand card that you're ready to go on this quest, and your mother walks you to the gate, uh, ready to leave your town. Uh, this Minotaur town is pretty, pretty high end as far as Minotaur towns go. It looks like there's an actual civilization here, you're not just like a savage clan. So as you walk towards the gate, uh, your mother looks at you, she goes, Alright honey, remember you just want to head west from here? If you keep heading west, you're gonna see a town. Uh, of Gilo. Gilo is a great town. You're going to start off. You're going to see a lot of people. It's going to introduce you to city life. You're going to see a lot of different types of people. Don't be scared, honey. Okay. Promise me you won't be scared, but I think you're going to meet some great people there and you might even make a friend or two, honey. Trying to trying to make some friends. Okay. Uh, you, but you just want to keep heading west to get to the Kambuki Isles. And this will be a good time to learn about, you know, map awareness that I knew you're so good at. Ah, uh, yes, of course. My maps. Mother. Do you think I will find a friend or two? Honey, I... You have so many friends now, I don't have a doubt in my mind. The... You know I love the clan, but... Don't sugarcoat it, Mom. I... I know no one likes me here. But like softly, she looks at you, she kneels down, like looks at your eyes, like you're gonna do great out there, you're gonna make everybody proud. They, there's, there's a reason why the chieftain's only son is going on this quest. Every great chieftain has proved themselves to the clan. And it is your time to do it too. You're right. She gives you a kiss on the forehead, slicks your hair back. It's like she's so messy. You just like puts her thumb in her mouth, you know, licks ah, it, you get some saliva in it. Mother, oh, stop it. She just looks ah, so cute. Stop it. <laughs> Say, I already groomed today. Oh, I licked my penis like five times already. Calm down. That's nice. It's nice for you and your penis. Try not to do that among people. Try not to do that in front of people, okay? Do common folk not like that? Is that not common in common uh, folk territory? Uh, uh, with consent, sweetie, with consent. Interesting. Noted. I, I scribble down in a little notepad. Do not lick genitals. <laughs> All right. So Minus Pebblewalker is now leaving town. It's very early in the day. He starts heading for a town uh, named Gilo. We now bring the story over to Jared. In a dark room, we see six robed tieflings standing in a very gloomy, low-lit room. Standing in a circle, in the center of this circle, is a glowing rune 
this rune is glowing from the floor up and that's pretty much the only thing that's giving any type of light to this room the glows from the red circle fade in and out as the tieflings all start to chant not much can really be seen from the, the beyond this dark room like but you assume that you are in a basement void of light there are sounds coming from this painted room as it glows in and out our hero almost lowers his hood and raises his hands above the rune Jared, please describe your character for us. <laughs> I was I was in real life raising my hand. Uh, okay, so tiefling, I have red skin, uh, slicked back, black hair. My horns are black, but a little white due to my age. I'm you know a little little up there, definitely thirties, and I'm draped in robes. So you are a warlock, okay? And you're just you fitting the part, and you're right now you're doing this warlock, what seems to be a warlock ritual, and you got your hair slicked back, yeah. and you look very dapper. You don't know if I'm gonna go to the club or I'm doing a seance. You don't know if you're doing a seance or going to the club, but what I do know is that everything's going to shit. A large red puff comes from the rune as you get the sense of something terribly wrong just happened. You start hearing screams from all these fellow tieflings from mixed sexes. You got male screams, you got female screams. People are like, ah, ah, like, and you just, your vision's going red. Is red smoke everywhere. Everything has gone terribly wrong. You start to hear chants louder as if the warlocks around you are trying to fix a spell. Call out from next to you. Armos, what are you doing? Throwing that. And it immediately gets cut off as a sudden burst of scream, as a sudden scream bursts into the room um and a red flash blinds your sight for just a second and when that when your vision comes to that guy who just called out to you his arm is now completely removed and his blood spewing all over the floor directly in front of you you as you see blood starts to fill and starts touching the rune below you a thin line as if something was tearing through the dimension itself a portal that opens up wide and it is the giant red portal and is literally oozing blood out of the sides. It looks like somebody just put a giant gash in the middle of the air. You look to your left and you see another warlock and his legs are gone. It's just like his torso up and he's and he's on the floor. Across from you, there's another decapitated tiefling just bleeding out everywhere. Uh, your feet are now fully soaked. You don't even see the floor anymore with how much blood is oozing out of this portal. In front of you, you hear these terrible demonic screams. And you see bursting from the portal is a huge claw, like this giant demon-esque. You just, just all muscle tissue doesn't have any skin it's uh all this muscle tissue long nails it has like seven phalanges and it just reaches out barely just misses the tip of your nose another red flash happens in front of you and now you see this giant maw with several rows of teeth uh trying to get out this this demon is trying to pull itself out of the rip from the left of you, you hear a woman's voice. Almost close the portal! The spell is another red flash happens. Everything goes dark. You open your eyes and you are completely prone, laying on the floor, completely soaked in blood. You lift your head a little bit, and all you can see is just these. You can't even see, say, full corpses because they're so horribly dismembered that you couldn't even recognize them if you tried. And it's just all this blood on the floor. 
you barely you don't even see the sigil that you made when you started the incantation you look up and there's this red light coming from the center of the room where the circle was you see this all black bunny uh it's about i would say about the size of like a, a rex rabbit just to give you some dimensions but they're, they're they're rabbits they're about maybe like two feet long and like uh two feet high and his ears uh are crooked and distorted they're one's pointing up the other one's like leaning off to the left and it's like bent it's the ears are very jagged and he turns around and he looks at you and he has blood red eyes right behind him is what like the portal is like that you opened is sitting in front of it, but nothing is trying to burst out. It just looks like a red circle of dripping blood. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> I, uh, didn't, didn't do anything. This wasn't me. Uh, I was just trying to warm up some food. Sorry to disturb you. Ormos. Oh shit. This bunny speaks out in a very deep, deep voice. Was Armos. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. You you know my name. Oh, great. Aren't you not the one that drew this sigil onto the floor? And he points to uh, a very bloody rune that was painted onto the floor. I mean, I did. This isn't exactly what I had in mind. I was trying to do something else, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's me. That's my name. What's up? You not know what you have done here today. You know the havoc you have brought onto this world by summoning me, and he like his ears start twitching and freaking out, and then he just suddenly stops. He starts scratching the back of his ears, like, "Oh fuck yeah, oh that's fucking good, oh fuck yeah." He's just scratching with like his big foot. He's like, hey, hey. "You have not known what you've done here today, summoning a great, powerful demon." You, you needed to do a little more research. And then he just instantly sh stops. He goes, you got any pellets? He starts to, uh, I got this dude's fingers that you, you, you cut off just a second ago. I mean, he this, starts this hopping hand. towards you so easily to cast your friends aside to satiate my power. Give me one reason why I shouldn't eat you right now. Oh, oh, we're bonded. I, wait, wait, wait. Did you? Wait, you summoned. Did you? Did you touch me in a weird way? What? What, what happened? What did I do? Why, why, why are we bonding? Why? 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 Is this? Is this why a weird don't thing? I, I are don't we tangled up? You for like, some reason. Why do I not want to hurt you? I'm, a, I'm, I'm like, literally a mighty demon from another world. Do I need to like turn world. this way? Wait, do I need to turn this way? Like, what, how did I? How do I undo this? He uh, looks around. He's like trying to find some light. He uh, he goes over to like a torch. And he's like, why? Why is that torch so high up? Why is that torch so high? Up? He looks down. He's like, wait, wait, why are these fuzzy feet? He thumps. Wait, that was my fuzzy foot. I mean, he he goes over to like, uh, he tries to find like some sort of light. And he looks into a reflection into a, uh, a puddle of blood and looks at his reflection. He's like, what am I? And he just realized that he's a bunny, but he's, but this demon has never seen a bunny before. To your knowledge now, mm. you know that you just summoned uh, a pact with what you think is an animal. So what happened was, is I put all this down and I was excited. I didn't know it was gonna end this way. Right there, you realize that you don't remember what spell you were trying to cast. You don't even recognize the P 
people that are on the floor or why you're even down down here. It just seems to escape from you, as if you had amnesia. Yeah, I don't. Armos is your name, right? Yeah. Why do I have a strong, compelling feeling that my name is Reginald? He looks around. He's like, he's like, my name, my. He's like having like a moment because he feels like his name is Reginald. He's like, my name is Reginald. Like he's like some force is forcing him to say that his name is Reginald when he knows it's not Reginald. Did you name me Reginald, Armos? He hops over to you. I didn't do any of this. First off. You're just leaning up in his pile of blood. You didn't fully stand up. Yeah, he's like sitting on your chest. What are you doing to me? Who are you? Look, you're you're adorable, but your voice is a little off. But you know what? Hey, look, we can oh, figure sorry. this out. I'm sorry. How a mighty it, great it, demon supposed to sound, Armos? I mean, you look like a what? I, I, you what don't are look you? like this. I mean, I I could like what am I? Palm you and put you in a basket. Don't don't. Do you want to ride in my backpack? I don't like, want to like, ride your backpack. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty fun for some reason. I don't know why I find that fun, but that sounds pretty exhilarating. I could throw you up and catch so, you. Yeah, do not like, throw so. me up right now. Okay, okay. Maybe okay. later. I don't know why so, he thumps again. Why what? do I? Why am I doing that with my foot? You know, I I I think. It's a habit? I don't know what kind of animal you are at this point, but, uh... I need to get back home. Where, where's home? Do you know anything? When you Cause... ask that question, he instantly goes, like, the bunny's face instantly drops, and he just looks at you. He doesn't answer. Interesting. So, like, we're... I don't know what all this was, but, like, I'm still here. Do you need something from me, or are we <sighs> like just... You. Are you just... He, playing he, with something? He gets up or? and he looks around the room and he's like, You don't really look very menacing yet. I point. am a terrible in power and great in stature. I have seven wings. Where are my wings? He looks behind I him. Don't see, There's no wings. I don't see any wings. My wings! Where are my wings? He's freaking out. He's like, It took me on my any other on those wings. Years in the army, I had heard I mean, those wings. you look like you, you need a lift, and by lift, I mean, you look like I want to carry you and, like, Dad, maybe pet don't you. carry <laughs> me. And then, like, his bunny sense is kicking right now. He just, he's like, why am I? I don't want to be picked up by this mortal. Yo, here, why don't you come up here and get a little snuggle? Get a little snuggle. No, I don't want to, down. Oh, 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 I start to, oh, I start to pet him, you know, gently at first. Uh, and then I start fuck. itching, you know, doing uh, a little itch. Oh fuck! That feels good. Keep doing that. No, stop doing that. Oh, right there, right there, right fucking there, right fucking there. Yeah. Oh, All that's right. Smart. Now that we're a little calmed down, his butt starts twitching. <laughs> Bunnies do butt twitches when they really like something. Okay, okay. All right. So, all right. I don't know what this was, but what what can we do? What what's what do you what do you where, know? Where, where are the components? Do you have any more components that you use? It looks like. Ah, uh, okay, I'm starting to remember this. I'm starting to recognize what's going on here. I'm glad you're remembering, because I don't know nothing. I, I remember this guy, but I don't know this guy. Oh, well, this is, uh... And he instantly stops. Like, I think I owe this guy money, but at the same time... I, and I pick up his arm, I'm like, you know what? I don't know. And I throw it. You got a room of dead tieflings here, it seems like. Yeah. All it's, I quite know a, is, it's quite unfortunate, almost. I I'm not say. cleaning this shit up. All right, I'm look, listen, here, here's, what, here's what's going to happen, Armos. Here's what's going to happen. You, I do not belong in this in this body, okay? Clearly. Whatever this is, why am I, Armos? 
Well, I he's mean, clever. he's clearly never seen a, a bunny or a rabbit in his life. Do I know? Just so just break his. You you can sense from him that he is from another realm and is most oh, likely yeah, yeah, a no, demon. That, but do I know what rabbits are at this point? You know what rabbits are. Yeah, rabbits oh, are yeah, yeah. common animals. So uh, you look kind of rabbitish. Rabbit. He just looks at you. His ears are flopping a bit. I mean, you know, you got furry. They're usually very harmless. Eat grass normally, not arms or legs or that guy's face. I don't know why. What, what, why a face, all right, dude? All right. Almost, almost. All right. I have an idea. You see that rift that's like kind of open that you did? Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. No, I got that. Pick me up. Yeah, I'm a, don't okay. tell don't pick me up. I want to be picked up. Bring me over to that rift. I uh gently pick him up, but you know, while giving him a little, no, no, hold, a little... My, hold my feet. Oh my why whoa, <laughs> calm down. Why are you so tall? To, to calm him, I'm petting him and giving him a little scratches behind his ear so oh, he fuck. shuts oh, the fuck, fuck up. It. Oh my god, I don't like my feet dangling. I don't like my feet dangling. I don't like my feet dangling. His feet are like kind of just like swinging. He's like, I don't like it, I don't like it, I don't like it, I don't like it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, keep scratching. He's doing the little foot thumping thing. <laughs> so you go up to this portal, and this is the portal that you assume you were trying to open, but looking around you, like this was clearly not the result you were trying to get. But for the life of you, you don't know what you were trying to do here. You know, I give a good hard look, and I'm like, I think I fucked up on this one. This one's on me. This one's on me. Uh, you, you think so? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, understand yeah. why anybody would want to, to summon me. I gotta be honest with you, Armos. This is pretty out of pocket for most people, I would assume. I come from a terrible place, Armos. I come from a terrible place. Yeah, I must have hemmed when I hooed when I was doing the thing. Yeah, this one's me. This one's me. You whoosh when you should have wad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a common thing. I always, I always wad too soon. I don't know. I okay, can't help okay, it. okay. Uh, you're, you're magical. I feel like, dude, can you like make a portal? Can you do something with it? I feel like, wait, let's go over here. Hold on. Can you stroke my ears for me for a second? Hold yeah, on. Yeah, I don't yeah, have hands yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, get, so I give him a little uh, ear on the, on the non crooked one. The crooked uh, one, I'm too scared. Yeah, they're both the jagged, just in very different Ooh, ways. Okay. Well, that there's one of them that's, that might be infected, bro. We need to, we may have to talk about that later, but. <laughs> so he's like looking at this portal. He's like, okay. Arbos. Mm-hmm. I don't like you. Yeah, I don't, I, yeah, you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what happened here, but I think I like these people. I don't know why you would try to summon a greater demon for one of the Lord Commanders from the army of death, darkness, and blood, and put me in this adorable body that I seem to like. As time goes on, I'm not gonna lie. Just you scratching my ears is kind of the shit right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I need to get back to my home. It's a good rift, but I, I can't feel the connection to my home. I just recognize it because I've been through these things before. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe you're too small now. Maybe you need to be bigger. Maybe I just need to show my mighty power. He stands up on his hind legs and he's like, he's like trying to go super saiyan for a second. He goes, I don't, where's my mighty power? I, yeah, I don't think you're fooling anyone, but Where, like, my mighty power? you're about this tall. Like, you're not, where's, I mean, you I saw you do that thing with that dude's arm. That was impressive. Where, where? Uh, I don't know what this is, but it is, it, you know, I'm going to be honest. Listen, listen, listen. It's listen. not great. Listen. All right. 
I'm listening. Mm, yes, now, now, Sonorema, yes. The portal opened up in front of me, and I saw it as an opportunity to go through it because I smelled something delicious on the other end. Blood. Oh, okay. Plus, like, fresh, fresh, mortal blood. Like, I crave that shit, man. That was you coming here. Uh, yes, it was. Got it. Did you see how cool? Now you can't go back. I, they need to go back. I have an army to run, but where's my power? He's like, hold on, let me let me summon it. He sits up, he's standing up on his hind legs, the rabbit's like oh, puffing his chest, slicking his oh, crooked ears so back, and they're going jagging and other ways. Like, I give him a little belly human, scratch. Give him a little belly scratch. I can't help it. Silence. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Starts sniffing his little nose, twitching his little butt. <laughs> I am small. Yeah, very. Absolute very small. Yes. So. Fuck. Yeah. He's, he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like looking at it. He's tapping his foot. He's crossing his little bunny arms. Look. You're just holding him in your hands, like, like, you know, palm out. He's like tapping his foot. He's like, <sighs> we need to find a way. I think I have enough energy to harness where this will take me somewhere where uh, we can find what we need. For some reason, I, I know what we need, but I can't tell you what we need because something is. He's not letting me tell you. Ooh. This is gonna be difficult. Put me hold on. Hold me hold up to the on. portal. Hold me up to the portal. Should I? Hold me up to the portal. We have to go. I, I feel can't. like I have no option at this point since I saw him just, you know, take a dude's face off. So I I put him up to the portal as like a Just so you know, the demon that you saw trying to break out of this portal looks very different than the bunny you're holding right now. Yeah. It yeah, looks yeah. like whatever happened, that giant demon, you did something. That you don't quite remember is now in the shape of a bunny yeah yeah yeah. and you're not quite sure why he took the place of a bunny but you from what you can remember go ahead and give me a uh arcana check real quick oh jesus oh oh my god all right i'm gonna roll for you yeah wait no all right so you got a 17. oh uh, you know what we'll go with it we'll go with it all right i, re I rescind my i rescind my no it's a good roll it's a good roll it's a great roll you roll the 17 <laughs> on your arcana check so you don't exactly recall the events that went down but you know that within your skill set you saw this terrible demon and need to find a way to bind this demon so he stops trying to kill everybody in the room and for one reason or another you thought the form of a bunny and that's what he became after you cast this spell. You don't recall what spell you used exactly. However, you realize in that moment that you feel like you're missing a large part of yourself. You're not sure what that is, but you feel like deep down that something's missing. Other than my memory, obviously. Like you feel like you couldn't cast this spell again if you tried yeah, your Well, heart. is it that my memory's off or like something else is off or maybe a combination something is off but you definitely as of right now you don't remember anything other than what we experienced oh yeah just a few moments ago outside of that you yeah, don't yeah. remember why you were here and exactly what went wrong and why this greater demon uh from what he's telling you is in the shape of a bunny so almost almost okay yeah, what's up, buddy? I feel like I could take this. I could travel a short distance within this realm through this portal. But the problem is I feel like I need to take you. I feel like, did you cast like a packed spell on me or something, man? N me? Dude, you were ripping people's face off. I was just sitting in the corner. Yeah, I kind of do that. I ripped face to, off. Like, Fresh you know, blood. Yeah, I mean. All right, listen, you got I can't. Do you see this? 
this is normal to you. This ain't normal to me. We're going on a ride, bud. All right. So then he stands up and he puts his head towards the portal. Uh, and you both get instantly sucked in and the portal closes behind you. I don't like that. So fast forward like a few days, you ended up outside of a town, uh, the town of Gilo. You, this is a very unfamiliar place that you've been because you're not even sure if you're on the same continent than before you went through the portal. But for some reason, the portal dropped you out here. So you go into this town and you go into the first tavern you see. The tavern's name is the Running Goblin and you manage to get a room. The The owner, uh, Duncan is the owner and he saw that you were like ripped apart and he kind of has a soft spot for people in need and he's just never seen a tiefling. Uh, he doesn't see many tieflings in his lifetime. So he's like, well. And rabbits, let's be honest. So he didn't see the rabbit. Oh, he didn't. He didn't know you had a rabbit. He just saw somebody you need and he decided to give you a room and he kind of he kind of threw you a bone and you're in this tavern. That's where we'll end your prologue. And now we're going to go over to Alec. Alec, how you feeling? But I'm feeling amazing, mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. That was so far two great stories. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. I love this bunny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We venture into the frigid north of North Trillis, where frost and snow are king and queens, covering the lands far and wide, and snowy mountaintops are covered with raging winds and brutal snowstorms. To the west of North Trillis stands a stoic, monumental volcano mountain. This mountain is so gorgeous, it's like straight out of a Bob Ross painting. You know when he does those canyons and mountain ranges in, those in his paintings? That's how beautiful this mountain range looks. And among those mountain ranges is an active volcano. Birds always need friends, right? There has oh, to be one absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Just a little friend, just for me and you. And your tribe. Off to the side of the volcano is a beaten snowy path that can be found leading into a cave entrance of the mountain that's been carved away by men, or should I say, Goliaths. Inside this hollowed out mountainside is a Goliath tribe known as the Ashborns. The entrance of the mound opens up to a, a, a basin that you can see almost like a small city built where like houses and huts uh, are like mounted to the walls. Flags and sigils are hung of your clan uh, on all these houses and from the ceiling caves. The cave is well lit with torches and small steady streams of runoff lava from the active volcano next door. These little lava streams run around the town. It gives a good source of light and a sense of home. As the Ashborn clan, you, you feel right at home here. And it's a little weird because as a nomad tribe, you, you would have left by now. But this place looks so cozy that it looks like these, these, this nomad tribe has been here for quite some time. Sounds of hammers and forgings echo through the mountains as Goliaths are hard at work mining and forging away, making new weapons almost as well as a dwarf. On one of the lava rivers around the camp, a forge can be found, with our hero inside talking to his favorite aunt. Alec, can you please describe your character for us, please? Yeah, no problem. So my character's name is Drell. He's an 18-year-old Goliath. He's eight foot tall and, you know, probably roughly 265 pounds. His skin is a smoky gray, but yet even though he's 18, for some reason he has a full grown thick black beard. <laughs> His eyes. Yeah, right. I wish but I had like, one of those. Are you big for your age or like small for your age? That's the question. Um, so eight, eight foot, eighteen. I mean, he's probably are, fully grown as far as height goes. Yeah. Like he hit his growth spurt mm -hmm. twice as a Goliath. Mm -hmm. You know, when he was ten, he hit six foot. And then, uh, you know, his second oh, growth spurt. I wish I had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like 265 pounds, too, is a pretty decent weight, right? He's not like a thick, 
boy, you know. That's pretty thick, but, uh, boy. He's also, he's not like chicken leg McGee, uh, solid weight. Oh, okay, okay, right in the middle. So, anyways, so his eyes shimmer with a gold yellow tint. He's covered head to toe in blue tribal markings, like the color of a frozen glacier. The designs of the tattoos represent being a fighting warrior of the Ashbourne tribe. His clothes consist of a black shirt, pants, and leather boots. Chainmail covers his arms and torso. He also wears a long black cloak to hide it all. Jarrell believes in three things, honor, fairness, and above all, glory. His tribe prays to the god Balinor. It's the god of beasts and the hunt. His goal is to be the most battle-tested, glorious Goliath of his tribe. <laughs> so there we see Drell in all of his glory, sitting in a forge that's kind of like half inside, half outside type deal. Uh, and sitting at a table on the outside is, is Drell, sitting on like a stone seat, talking to an elderly woman. Uh, this woman is his aunt, who has raised Drell from when he was a little boy, uh, from when his parents passed on. Her name is Dory. Dory starts banging, starts banging away, making some final adjustments on an axe she's making. And uh, she puts down the hammer and she tempers the blade and then sets it out to cool for a minute. And so she turns around and looks at you and she goes, Drell, Drell, my favorite nephew. How are you doing? How are you doing today? She puts it, she reaches her hand up, uh, puts it on top of your bald head. She's like, how are you doing today? Are you excited? Are you excited? I'm ready. I've been preparing my whole life for this day. Preparing your whole life. You're going to go out. You guys, you're going to make your parents proud. What kind? What type of monsters are you going to go for? What are you going to fight? What's your dream monster? Tell me about it. I'm going for anything and everything that will fight me. I want to dominate this entire continent. I don't know if anything's going to fight you. You're just so big and scary. Look at these monsters. She's patting you on the, she's patting you on the bicep, feeling up your tricep. Look at this, my strong nephew. You will make the Ashbourne's proud. And she like gets a little vascular as she screams because she's feeling her own pump. Because uh, Dory is in fact a barbarian, so she rages very easily. But in her old age, like oh, I'm getting too old. I'm getting too old. I know Goliath shouldn't live this old. We, we should be. I should have died in a fight a long time ago. But the clan needs me. The clan that not that's enough about me. Drell, 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 Drell. South Trillis of all places? I can't believe you'd go. I thought you'd be fit. I thought uh, you'd go north and fight the winds. Where, what's going on? Why Why South Trillis, Drell? Because I've heard rumors of large beasts living in the south. Giants are one thing up here in the north. God, Auntie. you know what? But I'm ready to fight more. Drell, you're absolutely right. Honey, she pinches your cheeks. She like really like grabs it. He hits you with one of those. Like, Drell, listen. Listen, I'll be honest with you. She pulls up a giant boulder to sit on. Like this woman just lifts a like a 200 pound boulder with ease, sits in front of you, sits down, looks up at you. She goes, Drell, I gotta be honest with you. I'm glad you're going to South Trillis. And I'm glad you came to that conclusion on your on your own because who hasn't killed a frost giant? Who hasn't killed a two-headed ice dragon blowing dangerous frost winds keeping this place a horrible frozen? I killed frozen a giant for my 12th birthday, Auntie. Uh, listen, I remember when you were just a boy and you took down your first saber-toothed tiger just at nine years old with, with no help at all from your aunt. <laughs> you used to have like this one-handed axe that would, that would fit into the palm of your hand uh, as a two-handed. You were so cute. You were so cute. You were the cutest five foot nine, nine year old I've ever seen. 
listen i'll be honest with you the strongest monsters are up here but they've all been killed look i look on the walls you look on the walls there's like troll heads everywhere there's saber-toothed tiger pelts and bear pelts and like there's even like a giant dragon head being held by chains on the top of the cavern like we've done this before we're known for this stuff we killed everything in the north you know what i'm glad you're going to south because you'll be able to bring back something that we've never seen I wish I can go with you. It's just, I got, you know, I got to stay here to look after the clan. You know, as one of the elders, I got to look after the clan. You there, Dro? You there, Dro? <laughs> like, what do you want me to say to that? Like, <laughs> Talk to your M. Oh, you're such a, you're such a, you're a lad of few words. And I, I like about, I like that about you. You know, some of these glides, oh, chatty, chatty. You got to see us at the elder meetings. It's like, I just want to take on my ass and spread something before I lose my mind. But you know, I'm just, I really can't anymore. You ever think, you know, imagine seeing a 65 year old lady like me fighting a dragon nowadays. You know how, how absurd that would be, Drell? Have you ever seen a 65 year old lady fight a dragon? You think I could fight? A, I'll be honest with you. You think I could fight an ice dragon? I think the last thing I saw you fight was maybe a little troll three years ago. <sighs> because I'm stuck up here. I'm wasting so much potential. And we had to chop off one of its arms for you to fight it. She's gripping an axe as she's yelling. She's getting all vascular again, like her fucking like you get like you could drive a truck up her neck. Like <sighs> it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's my elderly duty to oversee the clan and make sure young new aspiring nomads like yourself get your chance in the world you gotta bring you gotta bring me back something special right you will get your day to die in glory one day auntie but for not now, stuck in this mountain and nobody wants we you know for a nomad clan we aren't being much nomads you've been here for a hundred years almost it's boring in here but that's what everyone decided it's a nice cave it's a nice cave don't you think Drell? i do love the cave i've been living in it my whole life so i actually don't know how i will survive out in the world listen you see that axe right there that that beautiful axe who made you that axe you did I, you damn sure has it ever let you down Drell? no damn sure you want to know why why? Because I make good axes! She picks up her own two-hander and she smashes the seat that she's sitting on and the stone just cuts in half and she's like... <sighs> not today, not today, goose frog. Her veins subside back into her very ripped old lady chest. Trail's like not even caught off guard because he's so used to her, like just doing it. Very, <laughs> yeah, normal, very normal. Uh She reaches, she goes into the forest. Like, I got something for you. You're going to need this because you know how Lord Baron is. You know how Lord Baron is. So she go, goes into, um, goes into the house, comes out. She's like, look, listen, here's something I prepared. It's a letter for you. Okay. Should, when you um, go down to no man's land, by the way, a little backstory between North Trillis and South Trillis is like a little land. It's like a land bridge considered no man's land. Mm -hmm. uh, it hasn't been claimed by anybody because it is a divider and nobody should hold passage between the two continents. However, there is a divider between the northern part of South Trillis and the southern part of South Trillis. It's called the Lord Baron's Divider. So Dory, come come back to Dory. She goes, listen, this this letter is gonna get you past Lord Baron's uh, main gates. All right, this is gonna take you to a town. It's gonna, I think the first town over there is, is Gilo. Lord Baron is a is a family friend. My my great great aunt uh, knew him. Uh, so he listen, you show this to the guard. You say you give this to Lord Baron. It's from it's from Dory. 
uh, Dorius the Destroyer, right? He might know that name better than just Dory, you know. You just call me Dory. Nobody better, nobody better call me Dory! Unless it's you, Drell. You haven't tried to kill him before, oh, have we you? we go back! So, uh, as what you know as a Goliath, Lord Baron is actually a Goliath too. Oh. He, uh, from what you learned as a as a child, from even before the Red Catastrophe that you've just heard stories of, you've never witnessed it, or anybody in your family line has never witnessed it, because it was never it never happened in the North. Lord Baron, or just Baron at the time, was a messenger between the Free Folk and South Trillis. He always traveled with like new advancements of technology. He was always a man of like science and things like that and research rather than magic. But he also had a huge fascination with magic, but he was never a magical person. Like he wasn't able to cast spells or anything like that. So fast forward, uh, he gained some type of reputation with the kingdoms in South Trillis. And now he has a fortress that acts as a divider between the North and the South. Listen, you gotta take this letter and you're gonna go there because once you get past no man's land you know that frigid that frigid bastard of a trip right you're gonna eat this there's a little town there that actually gives passage from the free folk along the kingdom of brim and it's gonna get you past the lord baron's divider and then you'll finally be in south trillis where once these great beasts that you're going on about roamed okay the first town out of there that carriage is gonna take you right through lord baron's fortress and it's gonna take you to the town of gilo this letter is going to get you through that. They normally just don't let anyone through without a good reason. This this reason is a good reason. He's going to do me a favor because we go, uh, our families go way back. You make sure you give that a good read when you get a chance. Okay, Drell? She tucks a letter into your pouch. <laughs> Drell like stands up and gives her like the predator handshake. And he's like, <laughs> I will make you proud, auntie. And all the Ashbourne. As you speak, you see her like eyes lighting up and like her wrists are getting more vascular. She goes, oh, Drell, I know i'm so proud of you i can't wait you're gonna make your parents proud you're gonna make your parents proud i swear i swear they're looking down at you right now they go that's my that's my boy that's my boy so you get your things ready you get your axe you sling it over you get your pack of stuff you suit up and you're gonna be ready and how your journey begins is that you leave uh this cavern this warm comfortable cavern and you set out into the cold you got some people waving you goodbye your aunts giving you that final farewell she goes don't forget to beat somebody in the face for glory and you leave the cave and you start making your way you start heading south and eventually after like a day or two of traveling in the cold which is nothing for you because you're a goliath you get to a small outpost that uh, is at the top of no man's land, which is a land bridge connecting the South Trillis. And there's like a carriage system there where they take free folk uh, through the territory of Brim, uh, which is a kingdom in South Trillis, which is like the top part of South Trillis. So Brim is like the other side of no man's land. Yes. Like so right on the other side. If you were to look at a map, so North Trillis is its own continent connected by a land bridge called no man's land and then you have south trillis mm -hmm. so the top the northern part of south trillis is the kingdom of brim so it goes the kingdom of brim and then at the bottom of the kingdom of brim is lord baron's divider and then below lord baron's divider is the kingdom of aramore where the town of gilo is uh the town of gilo is the closest you can get before crossing over to the kingdom of brim it's like the main town for like travelers and merchants and things like that so you get on this carriage and it's like, all right, next carriage leaves in 15. A little dwarf comes out of the outpost. Let's get in the carriage ready. He's like pitter pattering, getting the, getting the giant dire frost wolves ready to trek through the snow. And 
go into the kingdom of Brim towards Lord Baron's fortress. Do I fit in this? You uh... barely fit. Well, this, this so like, I don't you have get, to, like, like sit over. outside. No, of... you're sitting inside because Goliaths are pretty common here. Okay. Um, so like it's like a tight fit. You get into a carriage. It's a pretty large carriage. There's a bunch of dwarves mainly that's in there. Uh, you don't see any other Goliaths because Goliaths don't normally travel outside. Outside of like just you, you feel like these carriages were made with Goliaths in mind, but it's not ideal. So you get in this carriage and you start making your trip down to the town of Gilo just past Lord Baron's Divider. And that's everybody's prologue, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening, everybody. If you've been with us for a while, you probably know that this episode has been revamped a little bit. HD-ified, Redux. HD. <laughs> THX logo. Without the Resident Evil 2 HD remake was the big deal. No, it was this right here. Serial <laughs> Dolby surround sound. <laughs> now in 3D. Wait, how do we? Smell-o-vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We just wanted to say thank you to everybody that has been with us for a while. The community is something I never thought it would be. We have so many people talking the Discord and getting excited Beach. for the episodes. It's just insane. I, I I don't have many words to describe it, you know? Yeah. We wanted to um, just revisit episode one because when we recorded the episode and saw playing D&D, the, the four of us we're very new at podcasting and recording in general on top of playing Dungeons and Dragons. So there was a lot to um, manage and look after. So where we are in our abilities to create podcasts and to make them sound as good as they do today and always getting better, we just wanted to give it that same feeling with episode one without really changing too much about it. And then for the longtime listeners, we you may have noticed that uh, we did change the little flashback with Minus and Miranor because we didn't have a solid direction at episode one. And we just wanted that flashback to reflect properly the relationship between Minus and Miranor. I'm very, very happy with how this episode You wanted to James Gunn it. You know what I'm saying? This episode <laughs> wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. I do like episode one. Uh, I just wanted it to feel immersive the way the later episodes do. Cause we, we got into a rhythm, we got a formula down and we understand what we're doing now. I gotta, I, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm proud to say it. we know what we're doing. And like Tony said, we just want to give the first episode at the very least a bit of that magic. I didn't mean James Gunn, I bet. I meant Snyder, the Snyder edit. Snyder cut. <laughs> Snyder cut, yeah. Snyder director's cut. But hey, if you all want to listen to this in its original version, the way it originally happened, uh, go on over to our Patreon. We'll have the original video, uh, video, the original audio, audio up on Patreon. So you can kind of, if you're really interested, interested in seeing the difference between the original and this, I think there is a big difference. Uh, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but... Go, go check it out there. That's patreon.com slash dnd404. Or 44pod.com. That's right. We have a website now. Ha-ha. <laughs> Didn't this have that when we first started. <laughs> this is not the 30-second episode. You promised me, you son of a bitch. Hey, I didn't say it would be any length, okay? I just promised you it would be you there. You said it was a good length. <laughs> Do I hate to stop you, button now? <laughs> yeah, give him a little bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs>